The Vikings lose a tough one, but now they're ready for the playoffs. Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett here on the Laga Vista Football Show right here on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media. As the Vikings fell in a tough one to Wimberley, uh, 20, uh, 34 to 22. I basically just got, you know, Wimberley jumped out early and then Laga Vista kind of crawled back into it. But like he like he'll say on the show, and we talked off the air, you know, Wimberley's just not a team you can start slow against. Uh, that, that that's like the the one of their biggest things that they do well is they jump on teams early and, and it forces you to become one dimensional. But still, I I'm very impressed with this Viking defense against a very good Texan offense. I I saw Wimberly against Lampasas earlier this year, and at times, man, and Lampasas is a solid team, and at times, man, they just they made Lampasas look silly. And I thought Laga Vista from some of the, the clips I've seen and some of the film I've seen, you know, I, I thought Laga Vista played very well in this game. You get a better start early, and I think maybe it's a completely different, you know, type of game. But, hey, the great thing is in this region, there's a good chance you're going to see them again. As always, we'll be talking to the head coach of the Vikings, Coach Creighton Phillips. Talk about that game. Talk about this game uh, coming up. Uh, it's a battle for third or fourth place. It's real simple. Uh, now he makes a good point. I, I you know, I, I was saying, hey, that you want to get to third place. He makes a good point. Out of the four spots, the third spot is actually probably the tougher route. Uh, now, last year, of course, Laga Vista navigated it all the way to the region final. Uh, but you, you're gonna out of the third spot, you're definitely gonna have to probably beat Navarro and Wimberley. And then on the other side, you've got Sinton this year that feels like they're a little bit better this year. Their record's not much different, but last year the the the, the they were so up and down, uh, and they feel a little bit more consistent. This region's a little bit better this year, is what I'm trying to say. And so we'll be talking to him about all that. And I do apologize for being hoarse. Uh, it's Thursday. I am a Texas Ranger fan, so I was very happy last night. Couldn't sleep. Couldn't talk. I didn't even uh, the way the season has rolled out. A lot of the shows that I do are all on Thursday. And as you notice, they usually come out Thursday afternoon. And so I was really worried about four this morning if I was even going to be able to talk. That's how hoarse I am. But luckily, I was able to get this done. Uh, anyway, so we'll take a break. When we come back, it's the head coach of the Viking Coach, Creighton Phillips, right here on the Laga Vista football show on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, alignment climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. See Ebla Espanol. 
Terry Bennett back here on the Laga Vista football show. Now joined by the head coach of the Vikings, Coach Creighton Phillips. And Coach, tough loss last week against Wimberley. But, man, to me, a lot of good signs. This Wimberley team is good, and y'all played with them. What were your thoughts on the game? Oh, same. I think we had a little bit of a slow start. I think it's kind of a function of having a, a young team that, you know, kind of a wait-and-see kind of deal. And we – uh you know, we made some mistakes early. We had some turnovers in the first half of the game and gave them more opportunities than, than you can afford to give a good ball team. And uh, our kids settled in, and I thought they had a great second half, you know, outscoring them 16-7 to in the second half. I think gave our kids a sense of pride coming out of that game that, um, you know, of the potential of what we can accomplish as a squad. Yeah, because, I mean, this this is a Wimberley team, of course. State finalists returned so much from last year's squad. And, and offensively, to hold them to their, their lowest point total of the year, to me, is impressive. Yeah, I thought the kids really stepped up and played. They did a good job, you know, as the game wore on, of, you know, containing the quarterback. He's so dangerous. You know, he's a thick kid that's he's hard to bring down. Of course, they got a really good offensive line in front of him. And so he's he's got a set of receivers that, you know, would make anyone envious. And so you have to cover that, which makes you a little thin in the box. And then so then you also have to tackle him, which makes it quite the dynamic offense. And so I thought our defense did an awesome job, you know, stepping up and containing him where they could. And, you know, you're not going to you're not going to stop them. I don't think you're going to completely shut them down at all. But uh, to slow them down, to get some stops, to make them punt, you know, get a fourth down stop. Um, give yourself an opportunity you take on Gerald this week uh, just like I mean this 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 district is a mirror from last year if you win this game you're the third place team if you lose this game you're the fourth place team uh, when you look at the film what are your thoughts on the Cougars I think they're you know similar to last year they're dangerous they've got they've got some fast kids some really fast kids you know they had a 97 yard touchdown against Wimberley and you know just running away from people so uh, I think they've got a, a big offensive line, you know, that gets in your way and gives a quarterback time to, to get the ball to those fast kids. Uh, they're well coached. Coach Murray does a great job up there. And, you know, last year they had something special for us defensively that we weren't really prepared for and had to make some adjustments on the fly. So I would expect nothing less this year than, you know, us having to put our best foot forward to, to get the win. And, you know, people always wonder, what's the difference between third and fourth place? Well, in this region, I mean, it's a big difference. For, for you, how important is it to get that third place spot? You know, I'm not sure that the third place spot isn't the worst spot to be in, <laughs> uh, just because of how it lines up. Uh, we navigated it last year, you know, um, but it, you know, just looking at favorites and, and how things line up, it could be a very similar uh, playoff run with, you know, it would be uh, Divine instead of Bandera the first round, but then you'd catch Sinton likely the second round again, and then Navarro likely the third round again, and then Wimberley again. And so the spot you really want to be in is first. And outside of that, you're going to have to play all the other best teams in the region, I feel like, um, or in the other half of the bracket once you, you know, if you're not first. So, um you know, it's a challenge we're up for. You know, we like I said, we navigated it last year. I think our kids are, you know, they're comfortable with it. I don't think they're intimidated by it at all. And, you know, they're working hard in practice. We're we're trying to get better, you know, making moves and, uh, you know, just 
sharpening our sword, so to speak, and executing at a higher level, uh, hopefully from the, the first quarter and not wait till second half this week. Well, you bring up a good point talking about last year, and, and you're right, you, you could eventually play literally outside of your first playoff team if it's if you get third divine but you could end up playing the exact same path and, and you even called it last year on this the first playoff show you felt that this district was going to play for a long time and probably beat each other i still think that can happen but it does feel like the region this year is a little bit stronger on the other side Sinton seems to be a little bit more consistent this year than they were last year yeah i think the Sinton eagle side game tomorrow night's gonna gonna be telling yes. for them i think that's going to be one of their best challenges that they've seen and i think ingleside gets up for that game too ingleside's a talented team they've they've won a lot of games this year so uh that'll be interesting to see how that pans out um i do think the the dish, the region as a whole is strong i think uh bandera returns a lot of kids and you know really well coached down there uh those guys are on a roll right now divine always solid um you know orange grove and some of those other cats down there you know they're competing and you know, it'll be interesting to see um, how this all pans out, but just glad to be a part of it. Well, and you talk about this is a young team. Last year, you know, the first year in this district, y'all were senior laden, a lot of experience, a lot of playoff games. This is a new crew. How are they handling this last week of prep of regular season and looking forward to the postseason? I think they're I think they're doing a good job. You know, we're we've got you know a freshman starter. We've got a ton of sophomores on the field, um, and so it's. It's familiar in that most of them were, you know, move-ups from the JV last year, and mm-hmm. so they were a part of the, the playoff scenario. But then again, it's also brand new to them because now, you know, they're in charge. You know, they're the guys that are on the field actually doing stuff. So um, their focus level has been good. I've been proud of them this week, uh, even with the, you know, extremely cold weather, you know, from all the heat that we've had all <laughs> summer to uh, we practiced in the 30s every morning this week. So, um, I thought their I thought their focus level was really good, and I, I think they're I think they're hungry to make their mark, and that's kind of the the cool thing about having a a young team or a, a new team, you know, rebuilding year is this is their opportunity to now say this is what we accomplished. You know, it's not the the guys of the past or you know trying to outdo what they did the year before. This is this is their own path. So um, I think that they've been preparing well for that. I'm excited to see. Uh, what they can accomplish this year. Well, and you bring up the point that even though they weren't, you know, maybe on the field a bunch, they went through this process last year when you pulled them up. And this is why coaches bring up their JV when they make playoffs. So they can get used to just the day-to-day of, you know, traveling and how you affect game day and all that kind of stuff. Right. They're, uh, this is their opportunity, you know, those guys that move up to witness all that, to be a part of it. You know, it gives us a, a focused scout team. You know, those guys come up, and it's a, you know, it's a service thing. You know, you get to move up for the varsity, and you get to experience it. You know, you get to travel, you get the meals, you get the nice stadiums, you get all that that goes with it. But they have to put in the work during the week uh, to earn that. And so uh, those those kids that are on the field right now, those sophomores for us, they went through that last year. You know, some of them got in on some kickoff and you know some cleanup duty and that kind of stuff, but. Um, I think that experience certainly pays off in their comfort level of of what they're about to see. It's not completely unknown to them. And so 
they know how to prepare and, and get their mind right for a Friday night ball game. What does it mean for the program to be, as you said, a young team, a, a quote-unquote rebuilding or reloading, but to be a, a program that, that's young, but you're still in the playoffs? I mean, you know, this is a program that just, what, 2018 was 2-8. and This will be only y'all's 14th playoff appearance as a school. So what does it mean to be able to do that in a supposedly rebuilding year with a young team? Well, it makes us proud, I think, as a coaching staff that, you know, we've we've got a system going that allows kids to be successful their first rattle out the box, right? It, it takes some, you know, some learning curve there to, to build and get to a point where you can execute at a level to be successful against good teams. Um, but to have young kids or inexperienced kids be able to step in and play is, is good. You know, this is four years in a row uh, in the playoffs for us, or five years in a row now playoffs for us. So, um, it's an expectation now, and that's a that's a cool thing about when you talk about program building, where that's the expectation and not the you know the outlier like oh we we made the playoffs you know uh, I don't think they're as excited about just the accomplishment of making the playoffs, but they're more geared up towards how far of a run can we make this year, and so that's a that's a program thing for us that we take a lot of pride in that we've that we've gotten to that level that we you know that we feel that way about this season. Here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. And you can see it all on our YouTube channel at L4 Media Company. Like and subscribe. As always, we want to thank the head coach of the Vikings, Coach Creighton Fields, for joining us here. I do apologize about my voice again. I'm talking a little uh, lighter kind of in a whisper almost i'll fix it in post but i'll know anyway uh so just like last year you, you beat gerald you get that third place spot you lose you get that fourth place spot i, I still think laga Vista's in a good position either way though i will say bandera this year is pretty salty uh divine you know they're divine the war horses you know what you're going to get with them they're, they're they're a really good team they've been going through injuries and I, I think at least in the first round, if you're wanting to have to play one or the other, I would rather play Divine. Bandera, you know, they're basically two possessions away from being undefeated this year. Uh, Coach Joe Fondo Amity has done a wonderful job. You can hear that show. By the way, we do a Bandera Coaches show. Uh, you can hear that here on the network. Uh, but, yeah, so I, I, I agree with him that maybe in the long term, you know, Playing a different team a little earlier, uh, three rounds deep might be better, but you, you've got to get there. And I think that beating – and I'm not saying that Lagavista couldn't beat Bandera. They very well could if they play, but I'm just saying it's the path of least resistance. We'll be back next week no matter what. Now, again, if they, if they lose or when they lose, if they don't go all the way to state, uh, we'll – We'll do a show each week that they're in the playoffs. And then after they lose, we'll do a recap show at the end of the year. I usually do those the uh, week after state championship, that week before Christmas. Gives coaches a chance to kind of decompress. And also, I've just got so many stuff we're doing uh, with playoff stuff. Speaking of, uh, Eric Holt of uh, Laga Vista Broadcast, he's probably going to join me here probably next week at least maybe the next week uh, to talk some of this region. So I'll be looking for that. I'll post it on our Twitter, at Grant Terry, on our Facebook, Sideline to Sideline. If you have any questions, thoughts, or comments, you can, of course, email them to me 
Terry at S2SSport.com. Enjoy the last regular season, especially if you're a senior. This team's very young, but still. Uh, be safe in your travels to the game. And we'll meet back next week to talk the by district round right here on the Laga Vista football show brought to you by the Laga Vista boosters on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media.